Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Don't forget to vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards from the link in our bio. Andrew McCaw, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. As always, I'm delighted to be joined by Mr. Adam Smith. Adam, we did start the interview, but the press conference starts, so we're going to just restart it all over again, so you're going to have to repeat it all. Uh, great card here in the North East again. Good to see Savannah Marshall out in a tough test. Uh, against uh, MK Hermans just you spoke a little bit about the press conference how tough a fight it is just break it down break that fight down for me it is a tough fight and probably her biggest as a professional to date uh, you know we know she was an outstanding amateur Savannah Marshall she had that win over Clarissa Shields she had her ups and downs as well I was uh, right in the thick of it all when she was a scholar at Sky um, because she had a confidence issue and you know she won the world championships she, she struck gold silver and bronze in three worlds she won the Commonwealth Games gold but she froze at the Olympics and got knocked out in the quarterfinals in London 2012. Um, she froze in other tournaments and it was strange. She couldn't get over her first hurdle or she, if she did, she went on and won it. So we worked a lot on her confidence. Johnny Nelson, uh, Spencer Oliver, Hugo Simpson, our communications coach, loads of us sort of spent a lot of time with Savannah. Um, but I believe the sort of the big difference has been Peter Fury. Um, four years ago, they joined forces. And I think that Savannah now as a person has become, she's blossomed. And I think that her, her ability is really coming to the forefront now. Um, so she's in a great place. I thought the performance last time was fantastic. It was just what she needed. You know, a good, strong, solid, quick knockout win in front of her, you know, beloved Northeast fans. There was a changing moment there of Savannah Marshall's career. Now all the talk is about Clarissa Shields. But let's not forget Femke Hermans. And I, and I think that it's dangerous to, you know, to talk. Everyone gets excited. Clarissa's coming over again. There was that hoo-ha after the, uh, the fight in Cardiff. We loved having Clarissa Rober. She's a, a fantastic figure. She's a, a wonderful, magnetic character who wants to do so many things, not just in boxing, but in the world generally. Um, you know, we adore her. We also adore Savannah Marshall. And uh, it'll be a, a blockbuster, a mouthwatering matchup if that happens. And it will happen, providing she gets past Femke Hermans. But one step at a time, you know, Saturday she defends her world title against a former World Super middleweight champion, upper weight, and the current European middleweight champion. And I sat next to Delphine Persone, her compatriot from Belgium, many times, you know, before the Katie Taylor fights around her. And there's something that 
you know, there's something about them, Delphine and about Femke, that, that there's, they're, they're very athletic. They're very tough. They're very stubborn. They're very confident in their abilities. And while she might not have the schooling and the pedigree of a Savannah Marshall, she certainly brings with her an incredible will to win. And, uh, look, Savannah definitely starts favorite. Savannah should be able to come through. And I think, despite what she says up there uh, and what she'll say in public, I think she wants to make a statement to, uh, Clarissa Shields. I think she wants Clarissa to be sat there and realize the power that Savannah Marshall has uh, up close. And uh, look, I, I think she should come through, but Femke Hermans is going to prove a, a tough obstacle. This is a fight that's been in the melting pot for a year. You know, it nearly happened in April last year. So look, Femke is going to give it everything. She starts the big underdog, but you can't write her off. And uh, no, I think it's uh, Savannah's got to keep her, her eye on the ball for this, you know, big time. Definitely. You mentioned uh, the statement that Savannah would want to make against uh, FMK. Now, I've seen the graphic on Instagram. I don't know if it was Sky Sports or Box that put out the, the percentage from women boxing, who's got the highest knockout percentage. Savannah was up there at 80%. She was on her own up there. Um, they do share a common opponent, Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall and Hannah Rankin. Went the distance with Clarissa Shields. Savannah stopped her. Uh, Clarissa Shields has fought uh, FMK. She went the distance. Now, if Savannah does manage to get the stoppage win against FMK, is this the Savannah Marshall and Clarissa Shields fight is that a classic boxer against the puncher scenario is that how we see this fight going ahead Absolutely. I mean, the fight's got everything. You know, when I first met Savannah uh, before the Olympics in London, so sort of a decade ago, um, and she was coming off that win against Clarissa Shields. And, you know, Clarissa's been, she said that she's been, uh, you know, around, everyone's been talking about her for the last four or five years. I think it's been a decade, this. Clarissa Shields is a, a phenomenon, absolute phenomenon fighter. The quote, um, uh, Savannah has taken more time to mature. As I said, she had her issues. There was a time where I remember sitting with her in, in the uh, cafe at Sky and she said to me, Adam, I'm going to give it up and uh, I'm going to become a, a teacher. I'll, I'll get a bit emotional here because I, honestly, she was going to pack it all in. And I, and I, I just think that the fact that she kept at it and she kept stubborn and she's just got something in her, Savannah Marshall, that, that you know, makes her the fighter that she's now becoming today. She's a big puncher. I think it's got everything, this fight. You know, Clarissa Shields is, is a phenomenon, super, super talent. You know, incredible skills. She's got up and down weights. I mean, there's no one quite like her. And as, as far as a character, she's, she's larger than life. I mean, I remember interviewing her in Cardiff and, and it was, I didn't want her to stop. I didn't want her to leave the stage. She was so infectious to be around. Whereas Savannah has always been trouble getting her to, to communicate, getting her to talk. And now she's, she's a sort of changed person. I think Peter's had a lot to do with that, but, um, it's got everything. Thing, hasn't it the the quiet sort of northeast girl who had to battle her way through the Hartlepool Boys Club, all boys apart from Sav, and and you know Clarissa who's had to battle in in many other ways through Flint, Michigan, through a tough upbringing, through a lot of difficulties there. But you know she's got the sort of the the big charisma, and then Savannah gave it right back to her in Cardiff. They're they're very different stylistically. Uh, Savannah's definitely the puncher in there. Um, it's got everything: UK, US, and they're two fantastic women. Um, I think it's brilliant. And I think if we, you know, get the Femke Hermans uh, business or if Savannah gets that dealt with and we do get the big fight, I think we can have, you know, two, three maybe fights between Clarissa and Savannah. Why not? Um, we didn't, you know, Khan and Brooke, we're thinking oh, we need a rematch there and it was pretty one-sided. So that's a tougher one. And, you know, Kel will probably go on to other things. But, you know, I can see if that's a close fight with Savannah and Clarissa, we can, we can go again with that. We've got Katie and Amanda fighting in the garden in a few weeks' time as well. What a wonderful time for, 
for women's boxing. You know, Tasha Jonas winning a world title recently. Caroline Dubois stunning us all in 49 seconds on uh, at Wembley on Saturday night last week. You know, headline in the hydro. Hannah commentated with me um, for Josh Taylor and Jack Catchell, and uh, she did she did very well as well. And she's uh, she's brilliant. I messaged her the other day that it's been moved from Brayhead to to the Hydro. I was so pleased for her, and she was saying, "Oh, one day maybe I'll be able to headline here." And it's come sooner than she thought. And I think her and Tasha is a huge, huge fight. So so yeah, Hannah's done so well, and uh, and fantastic as well. Ebony Bridges winning the other day, Terry Harper coming back, Chantel Cameron, you know, Katie as we said in a massive fight, you know, a huge soft spot for. Katie Taylor we've we're we're friends we've worked together a long time and you know for for us though we concentrate on Tasha and Savannah and Caroline and you've got April and Georgia and Ebony and uh and there's also some more coming so uh, watch this space you know we're very very big on female boxing at uh at Sky uh and Boxer and when I spoke to Ben right at the beginning I said this is you know we're going to build a brilliant stable men and women you know very mixed very diverse different talents different stories you know whether you've you've had the story that Richard Riakpour has had or the story that George O'Connor's had. Very different, but, you know, we're going to get those told. We're going to get the Brad Ray story told. That's what we can do on Sky with the platform. We can make stars. And, uh, you know, these guys and girls have got opportunities now uh, to really make it big. And uh, it's really exciting. And I'm so pleased that we're topping the bill with another great women's fight. You know, Savannah and Femke, it's, um, you know, three or four years ago, this just didn't seem possible. And, you know, Jane Couch was great back in the day and Katie Taylor then and, and, and Eddie took a risk and Barney Francis, uh, our boss at the time at Sky and now uh, RMD Jonathan Lish is right behind us and, and it's fantastic for for um, for the uh, for the women to come through and, and I've said it before, I've got two daughters and you know they, they look at, up at Katie and they not necessarily they don't want to be fighters but they look up and they're inspired they think my god that she can do that and now you know Tasha's you know she's a mum and she can take a world title back to her little girl it's it's great stories and uh, you know Savannah Marshall's a fantastic tale and you know I've stuck by her a long time Sky have and uh, now Ben is and uh, you know, she gets the platform she deserves and now it's up to her to see if she's good enough to deal with Femke Hermans and uh, you know Clarissa Shields the big one in the ring but um yeah, I think she's got the talent, so um, we'll see. And I'm hearing you speak passionately about uh, Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall and Kate Taylor and the Mansour. Just it made me even more excited for these fights. I can't wait for April 30th in the Garden now. But you mentioned building these young kids into superstars with the Sky Sports and Boxer behind you as well as a promoter. Talk to me about the rest of the card. Then you see Brad Ray over there get an interview. You've got Florian Marku. You've got Zach Chile on the card as well. You've got young up and coming fighters. Just quickly break down that card for me. Yeah, it's another good card. You know, we're trying to put the the big ones on. It's uh, we had the the starry names, I guess, in February, and I said to Ben that we've got a couple of fight nights. Uh, it's it's going to be a bit more domestic. But we've got to make sure the matches are really strong. Um, maybe when you haven't got those, you know, the, the names, the casuals, or just to flood to. Um, I think Wembley was good. We had a we had a great um, you know great sort of uh, couple of performances from Adam Azim and Caroline Dubois. You know, really going to get some momentum with a pair of them this year. Yeah, Dan Aziz had a, a, a late notice opponent in uh, Reese Cartwright who did so well. And uh, and then again, the main event, you know, I pushed for that. Dion Juma and, and Richard Riakpour, we want to see these fights happen. And I think that's really important. And you come up here and the chief support is every bit as good as the main event. So Florian Marku and Chris Jenkins is a wonderful welterweight matchup. Chris Jenkins, former British and Commonwealth champion, showed us he still had something left in the uh, fight with Ndongo. Gary Lockett in his corner. 
Florian now changed to Grant Smith, who I really rate as a trainer. I think he's got one of the, the biggest stars in uh, young stars in boxing in his kid Dalton, um, a massive admirer of Dalton Smith. But also, I think he's building a really impressive stable. He's a, he's a quiet guy. He goes around his business. He doesn't, you know, people don't know him. And I think that's, that's really good with the trainer. And Florian's gone to him. And I think that he feels very comfortable now. I think he's always had that sort of attitude and the, uh, you know, I'm a fighter and I'll take anyone on. But maybe, you know, Grant will help refine him a little bit and just give a, just add a bit more to his uh, his game and he'll need it against Chris Jenkins and if he's going to fight the the likes of uh, I don't know Chris Congo and maybe a Conor Ben or the other welterweights that lie ahead I think he's Florian's going to have to um, Josh Kelly of course Florian's going to have to uh, you know make sure that he can deal with uh, a fighter like Chris Jenkins it could be a case of the time is right and Chris has seen slightly better days but it could be that you know, he's uh, biting off a little bit more at the moment. So we'll find out Saturday night. It's a really good fight. And Brad Ray, you mentioned, I mean, I've loved Brad Ray since he's come to us. Uh, I think he's uh, been a fantastic addition for the boxer stable. Um, undefeated, um, thrilling us, whether it's a, an eight rounder against Jez Smith, which was a, a sort of, you know, battle all the way, or whether it was a, you know, a one round finish of a very good fighter in Craig McCarthy. And so I think Brad's got something about him. He's, uh, he's tall, he's, uh, He's awkward. He can hit hard. Um, he's from Manchester, Fight City. Ricky Hatton's a big fan. Um, there's a lot of people talking about Brad Ray now, and uh, we're delighted to have him on board. So uh, he's got another another little test um, against an experienced Namibian. He should get through him. Uh, let's see what sort of performance he provides us on Sky. But uh, yeah, I'm liking what I see with Bradley Ray, the Sting Ray. I'd like to see him in a British title fight maybe in the next uh, 12 months or so. So yeah, he's uh, another addition. Uh, um, you know, listen, the, the Pig, Joe Pigford, um, those sort of fighters that are coming to us uh, who haven't had Zach Chelly's another one, who haven't had those you know, maybe the, the platform yet. Now they have the, the platform. Zach Chelly's a, a great character, very intelligent guy. He's doing a bit of work in schools at the moment. And uh, he's had a really frustrating time. Opponents changing. He's, he's learning at 24 what it will take, whether he's got the metal to be a, you know, a full-time professional fighter. And um, yeah, we'll see. He's got another opponent, unbeaten. It's great that, that these unbeaten fighters are coming in and taking their opportunities. And we've got another one in Jack from Oldham, unbeaten in 11, I think he is, and uh, real good opportunity. So uh, it should be a fantastic night in Newcastle. Quickly, before we talk, I want to talk about the rest of the world of boxing. I'm, you've probably seen the Instagram post with Jerome Miller out in the Fury's camp in Morecambe. Um, I know you're outspoken about the situation with him, the double-time yeah. uh, drug cheat. Just your thoughts on him coming back and he's obviously been allowed to box, I think, in the summer as well. Again, just your thoughts on the whole situation with Jerome Miller and sparring Tyson Fury. My face drops when I'm asked that question. Uh, my face drops when I think about what he's done. Uh, Jerome Miller, I've known for a long time. Um, Happy-go-lucky, friendly, really, really excited when he got himself into that position to fight Anthony Joshua. We're out in New York. You know, Dimitri Salita, who I've known for ages, forever, um, banging on about Jarrell. And he had that opportunity and it looked like it was going to be a really lively build-up to that fight. Uh, but an absolute disaster, a disgrace. It was, I mean, not only did he let himself down, he let the whole sport down and he did it again. And, I, and there's no time for me for, for drugs in boxing. It's, it's a tough, tough sport, the toughest in the world. And fighters are everything in this in this game. And, and you cannot behave like that. And you need to be punished severely. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that would, would never want to see him in a professional ring again. However, he was given punishments. Um, it's I'm not a commissioner. I'm not 
uh, a promoter. Uh, it's not up to me whether he's allowed to fight again or, or whether he's promoted by uh, by anyone. We're broadcasters and we've got to deal with boxer and we've got to deal with top rank. So until that sort of situation comes in front of me um, and we, uh, you know, we get a say and obviously in, in, in fights that come to our channel, but ultimately we don't make fights. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, be interesting to see what Ben thinks and what Todd thinks about that situation if it does come to us. Um, there's a school for thought seeing that people deserve another chance. There's a school for thought that says he served his punishment. But for me, it was a terrible, terrible repeat. And uh, I, it doesn't sit comfortably with me. And um, I'm being honest. And I think that I can understand the, the sort of wrath of the fans that see that. You know, Tyson Fury's got to get on with being in Dillian White. And if Jarrell Miller's the right guy, probably is to have in his camp. Then he, he's a sparring partner. I don't see really a major thing with that. I think about getting back into a ring and... That's that's a that's a difficult one, you know. Would we do it? I don't know because obviously we we work with boxer and top rank, and it would Eddie do it? Would Frank do it? With you know, there's a lot of questions to be answered. I think by the promoters, it's not really one for me to answer. But I will be honest and say that I felt very let down by Jarrell. Um, I had a good relationship with him, and uh, but I'm sure. Listen, he let himself down and he let his friends and family down. So uh, he's had to live with that, and um, they have giving him. They are giving him opportunities again. So uh, there will be people that will want to see him back in a ring because he's a personality and because he's a he's a decent fighter. But I understand those that don't want to. See him back in boxing so it's a very hard one Adam you're a boxing fan as well as you've been in the sport long enough you've worked in the sport long enough and you, you never have a bad word to say other promoters or managers or networks you always say good things because competition is good but I do want to get your thoughts on this and have you ever seen anything like it with Frank Warren and uh, Dillian White's lawyer going at it on talks but have you ever seen anything like that before and what's your thoughts on that I've seen a great deal in uh, my times of boxing Honestly, it's uh, it's it's just another year in boxing. Honestly, the uh, the things we've seen with back in the day with your Don Kings and your Bob Arams and your Frank Warrens and Maloney's and everyone that we've worked with, yeah, there's everything happens in boxing. Nothing surprises. It's always unpredictable. Um, no, I don't, you're right. I don't like throwing stones at, at other promoters, other broadcasters. I don't see the point. Um, I work very well with Frank Warren, with Frank Maloney, with Mick Hennessy, with, you know, in those days with Ricky Hassan, with uh, with Eddie, obviously, for many years. Eddie, Frank and I were a great team, a great unit. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm really pleased that they're doing very well on zone. There's some great fights going on. They've got a very good business. And, uh, you know, we wish them well. And, and for us, it's about keeping in our lane. Frank's got his uh, BT deal. He's got a massive fight with... Uh, Fury and White coming up and we concentrate on our Sky business and you know Ben and Todd and I are, are building for the future and I think we're doing really well And but we'll watch everything that happens and I'm very interested in the Tyson Fury Dillian White fight I went down to the press conference and uh, you know I don't think just because it's a BT Sport box office fight we shouldn't be talking about it and I think that it's a, it's a great fight for Britain um, I was disappointed Dillian wasn't there I'm not involved in the negotiations I know Dillian and his team very well I've loved working with them at Sky they're, uh, they're an exciting group he's always he's always provided entertaining nights on Sky Sports so you know I adore Dillian White but I'm a big fan of Tyson Fury's I think he's been brilliant the way he's come back and and showed himself as being the the premier heavyweight and uh, really pleased that he's coming back home to fight in a really good fight with Dillian I think Dillian's dangerous for him as well as Tyson will start the favorite Dillian's got a big left hook he's got masses of bottle and it's his opportunity so I don't want to get involved in that that's not my business the the toing and froing have I ever seen they like it yes I've seen plenty 
plenty in boxing, trust me, um, with people going at it from side to side over contracts. And maybe as a broadcaster, I can sit slightly back and slightly in the middle and calm people down sometimes. I've, I've certainly played that role before. Um, but look, uh, Frank Warren's a great promoter. So is Eddie Hearn. Ben Shalom is going to be an absolutely brilliant promoter. You know, I, I've really enjoyed working with him the last eight, nine months. He's, he's done a, a great deal already, but it's very early days for the 28-year-old. So he's going to be great. Todd DeBerf and Top Rank are, are brilliant. They're all good at their jobs. And I think that, that Frank Warren will be doing everything he can to, to and so will Top Rank to, to help Tyson Fury. And of course, Dillian's team will be doing everything they can to stir the pod and to, you know, to, to, to wrestle what advantages they can get. Um, obviously, they're not happy with the deal, but he's getting well paid and he'll get even more money should he become the world heavyweight champion. So I'm sure Dillian's concentrating on just that, giving everything he can in that fight. And uh, for me, I just can't wait for, uh, for the fight. And then we'll have... Uh, AJ and Usyk, which seems to be happening, and some big nights in uh, in the heavyweight division. And I want our boy Fraser Clark to get back with his uh, his hand injury. And uh, did you see that? Uh, did, did you see Eddie Hearn's Eddie Hearn's photo? Honestly, he cropped Fra yeah. Fraser Clark out, and he bet. To be fair, Fraser Clark he did crop Ben Shalom's head over Eddie Hearn. Did you see that? That's yeah, quite funny. It actually, made my, it made my son laugh. I think my son knows and, and daughter. They know Eddie. They love Eddie because they've worked so closely with him. But now they're obviously, you know, they're, they're liking Ben. Ben's been around. He's met them, and and now like you know, they're saying, oh, it's Ben Shalom now, and not Eddie, and it's all a bit of fun. And I thought that was that did make it made, made my son Oscar laugh a lot. That that picture, and I said to Fraser, I said. And he was, he was a bit rattled about it, Fraser. And I said, look, it's all fun and games, yeah. isn't it? And uh, uh, ultimately, look, everyone, this is boxing. It's a, it's a small fraternity. I know Eddie Hearn knows that Fraser Clark is a great character and a, and a really good fighter. And uh, he's on Sky, and that's just the way it is. He's got Galalia Fai. I'm not going to badmouth Galalia Fai. Galalia Fai is a fantastic fighter. Eddie's done very well to sign him. And uh, I expect him to be a world champion, you know, probably sooner rather than later. I think he's that good. However, we've got Caroline Dubois and we've got Fraser and uh, we're very very excited and you know hopefully there'll be more to come and we concentrate on our business but um, no I won't get involved in, in, in I don't see there's any point I think they're all very good at what they do out there and I'm not sure Ben likes it sometimes when I talk in, 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 in high words about Eddie and Frank but I do because they're you know they we work together we spoke every day for, for 10 years and Ben's like you don't have to keep talking about Eddie I'm like well it's part of the business and uh, I talk about Ben Shalom quite a lot now as well and I'm telling you he's very very important impressive um, and what I've worked with him behind the scenes and I worked with Eddie in the early days and many others and I've been really yeah really really impressed with Ben I think that he's um, he's got a lot going for him and I think he's going to be a very powerful promoter um, he loves the fighters he loves the game and he's learning and it will take time he's got good people around him very good team um, Todd DeBurst very excited uh, he's got a lot going on at top rank we've got a great schedule coming up with uh, the American fights Michaela Mayer fights next week and then we're going to get her over to do some more commentary because I think she's really good and we had Tasha on commentary last week Fraser Clark was brilliant in studio I think it's really exciting it's really great platform for us to mix with our other sports and uh, yeah I think it's going to be a, a brilliant uh, year ahead for boxer for top rank and plenty of competition bring it on one minute one final question just if you can make it quick i'll be in rush along there Yusik has been allowed the sportsman in ukraine has allowed Yusik to, to leave the ukraine and fight joshua just a quick one on that you must be happy with that 
I think, look, Alexander Usyk, his first uh, port of call is for his country. Uh, our thoughts are with everyone in the Ukraine. Vitaly, Vladimir, Vasilya, they're friends of ours. And I think that he was given the option. I think Vitaly said, go and go and fight because do something good for, you know, to, to put Ukraine out there. And, and that's what he's going to do. So, of course, we're excited that the rematch is going to happen. And uh, I'm here in the end of June. Um, negotiations continue about our contract with, with AJ. We're out of contracts. I think everybody knows. I think everybody knows my opinion, which is that I'm very confident Antti will stay with us till the end of his career. Uh, I may be wrong. I've been wrong before, but um, I like to think that uh, we've been very good for AJ. He's been very good for us and we'll go forward together. So uh, watch this space. Adam, thank you so much. No and I'll see you tomorrow at the win. Thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Sports Social Podcast Network.